This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. Now, we all know the Girl Scouts for its cookies, of course, the delicious cookies, might I add. But there's a whole lot more to Girl Scouts than just the cookies. And joining me right now, she is the Resource Development and Alumni Manager with the Girl Scouts here in the Sioux Empire, Dakota Horizons. It is Darcy Hustralid. I think I got that right. You did. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, Darcy, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. Well, thank you for inviting us, and we're so glad to be here today. Yeah, lots of great stuff coming up for you guys. But before we get started with that, let's talk about the history of Girl Scouts. Okay. Tell us, when did that begin and, and who started it? Actually, Girl Scouts started in 1912, so we're celebrating our 110th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And it started with Juliet Gordon Lowe um, in Savannah, Georgia. She began with the first Girl Scout troop of 18 girls. That that seems like a tiny number when you think about it. Just 18 girls, yeah. But that was, I mean, that was just in Savannah, and it was the very beginning um, of a group of Girl Scouts. Yeah, and it kind of grew on from there. How long do you think before it really took off? Well, you know, by 1917, so five years later, Girl Scouts were meeting in Leeds, South Dakota. So it took off, I think, fairly quickly. Yeah. So what was that first troop like in South Dakota, speaking about it? Um, What I've read historically is they did a lot of camping. They did a lot of hiking and exploring. Um, It it was a pretty active troop. Yeah, that's, Mm -hmm. that's great to hear. Now, if someone were to ask you what Girl Scouts is, how would you describe it to them? What I love about Girl Scouts is the opportunity that young women have um, to begin to see their own potential. It is about developing leadership. It's about developing decision-making and life skills and exploring all aspects of a person's personality. Yeah. Now, in Girl Scouts, you just don't hop into something right away. There are different levels that a Girl Scout, a future Girl Scout needs to accomplish. Can you describe those levels? They they kind of have some cute names to yes. them too. So um, Girl Scouts begin with daisies and girls can jump in at any point. Mm-hmm. So they, if they weren't a daisy, it doesn't matter. They can still join a Girl, join girl Scouts. But the daisies typically focus on that kindergarten through first grade level. And the daisy name came from Juliet Garden Lowe. Daisy was her nickname. Mm. And then we have brownies, which would be second and third grade. Our junior Girl Scouts go from fourth to fifth. Cadet Girl Scouts are sixth through eighth grade. Uh, Senior Girl Scouts, ninth through tenth grade. And then ambassadors are 11th and 12th grade. Now, Darcy, you and I have been talking for a period of time now because I am a 
Girl Scout myself. You never stop being a Girl right. Scout. That's what you like to say. Once and, a Girl Scout, always a Girl Scout. Exactly. <laughs> and I completed all the levels from Daisy all the way to Ambassador status. And then I became a Lifetime Girl Scout member. So what does that entail for anyone who doesn't know that? Okay. So anybody can be a Lifetime Girl Scout member um, as long as the person accepts the principles and the beliefs of Girl Scouts. Um, and is 18 years old. Yeah. It is uh, a $400 one-time fee, and much of that money then is used to to help support disadvantaged young girls that might have a hard time, financial difficulty in the Girl Scout membership dues. Yeah. So when you talk about the beliefs and what Girl Scouts stand for, what are those beliefs? Girl Scouts, our vision is to build girls of courage, character, and confidence who desire to make the world a better place. So that's really where everything starts at. And then, of course, we have our Girl Scout Law and our Girl Scout Promise. And uh, Let's see if I remember that Girl Scout Promise. Okay, I'm putting up my three fingers right now, and it's what? On my honor, I will try to serve God and my country to help people at all time and to live by the Girl Scout law. Is that it? <laughs> yes. See, I ain't even prepared for that. That's just all from memory. Now, Darcy, everyone has a Girl Scout story. So what is your Girl Scout story? How did you become part of the Girl Scouts Dakota Horizon? And were you a Girl Scout yourself? I was a Girl Scout. So I started in Girl Scouts as a brownie. Um, and, and first grade, not kindergarten, but in first grade. And I continued with Girl Scouts through seventh grade. Okay. Um, my mother was our Girl Scout troop leader. And um, I remember doing brownie day camp and, and all the activities that we would uh, have and, and the fun days that we would have um, as a brownie Girl Scout. And then um, when I was in fourth grade, we lived in Omaha for a short period of time, and I was a Girl Scout there. Um, At that point in time, that was my first overnight camp. Oh, my gosh. And I remember that vividly because it was in February. In Nebraska. In Nebraska. (laughs) But we stayed in the Girl Scouts there, had a Girl Scout camp, and there was cabins. And so um, we stayed in the cabins with bunk beds and had, you know, a cafeteria, big cafeteria with, mm-hmm. you know, meals and things like that. Did a lot of hiking and stuff. So, um, you know, that was my first overnight camp. And then um, by the time I got into junior high, um, I was involved in band and theater and a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And and one of the struggles that we have is if we don't have volunteers and we don't have troop leaders, it's really hard to have a troop. And at that point in time, I think we were struggling to continue to have troops. Um, I, my, I was a troop leader for my daughter's brownie troop and did that for a couple years. Um, my daughter's interest took her elsewhere, and so she didn't continue with Girl Scouts, and so there, I didn't continue being a troop leader. Um, but... Girl Scouts has always been a real important part of my memories, Mm -hmm. and they've always been great memories. Oh, absolutely. What do you think your favorite activity was? Besides camping, remembering that vividly, what's something else that you enjoyed? 
You know, I love crafts, and so um, we did. We learned to do a lot of things. Learned to cook outside on a campfire, um, which I still love camping. And I think a lot of my love of camping comes from you know those historical things like some, making s'mores. Oh yes! <laughs> See now you're talking. And when you were did camping now. People ask me all the time, when I go camping, what did that mean? Did that include a tent? You know, did that include actually like a shelter? We were spoiled, of course. (laughs) And we had a a nice cabin. It was a big mess hall, the bathrooms and stuff like that. So I never had, you know, the quote unquote real camping experience. And we also did um, the shit aquarium. Being from Chicago, we stayed at the Shit Aquarium, we did the Brookfield Zoo, the Planetarium, just a whole bunch of fun camping experiences without, you know, getting poison ivy or anything else that came with it. And I think that's the evolution of Girl Scouts. We see that across the country, and we see that with our Girl Scouts mm-hmm. in South Dakota, that we have those opportunities. When I was a Girl Scout, those opportunities didn't exist. Our our camping, we did have cabins, mm-hmm. um, but we learned how to cook over a campfire. And um, one of the things that, why this sticks out to me, but... And actually, today it doesn't sound really appealing, but we took oranges and rolled them around so that mm-hmm. they were really juicy. And then we could get these peppermint sticks that you could suck through. They were real; they'd get oh. really hollow, and we'd stick those in the oranges and drink that <laughs> when we were hiking. Now, peppermint sticks in orange juice to me does not sound appealing today, but we thought it was fantastic as a brownie. <laughs> I got to say, with my Girl Scout troop leader, shout out to Gail Lavero. She was awesome. I think that's why we got so spoiled, because she wanted to treat us like she was, you know, our second mom, pretty much. And, you know, her daughter, Danielle, she was also in the troop, too. So we all just kind of felt like a big family. And I think you can say that for your Girl Scout troop as well. Right, right. Yes. And it, and I And I know that the troop leaders today talk about... The, the emotional connection that they have with the young girls and their Girl Scout troops. I mean, that's 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 one of the keys to Girl Scouts is we do rely on those volunteer mentors that come alongside those girls and and have an important part in their in their life and their development. Absolutely. If you are just listening, I'm being joined by Darcy Hustralid. She is part of the Girl Scouts Dakota Horizons here now. We're talking about all these different Girl Scout activities. And besides having meetings, they do go on fun trips and do all sorts of fun stuff. Now, can you talk about what the Girl Scouts from Dakota Horizons have done recently, maybe even this year? Uh, The Girl Scouts just took a trip to Savannah. Um, They are always busy doing some really amazing uh, activities and adventures, but they went to Savannah. Um, to explore where Girl Scouts started. They have a trip coming up that they're in the planning process. It'll take place in 2024 to Scotland and Ireland. You're kidding. Then that sound cool. Come on. I didn't even, I did Savannah, Georgia, go down to see the birthplace of Girl Scouts, but not Europe. Come on. You're kidding me. No, I am can not. Can I be a Girl Scout again just so I can go on that trip? <laughs> There might be a volunteer role for you. Oh, here you go. Yeah. So uh, what does that trip entail? Why Scotland and Ireland? um, 
it's, since it's in the planning process, I don't have a lot yeah. of details on it right now. I just, I know that that's their next journey oh and I know it's going to happen in 2024. So I'm sorry to say I don't have more details hey, for you. Hey, just saying that gets me excited in itself. <laughs> but you know, the girls locally take a lot of smaller trips. Mm-hmm. They go to weekends at the state parks. They attend the national parks. Um, I know they've been down to uh, Good Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's a lot of places, Newton Hills, that they can they can travel to locally and really enjoy um, being outside and and doing f- fun things that don't um, have them sitting in front of a screen. No, yeah, just getting them outside, being active in the community, exploring and discovering new new skills that they might have, and you know that's kind of the purpose of each activity they're working towards somewhat of a goal and that's when patches get involved so what are the purpose of those patches that they receive so the patch program is is a way for the girls to identify areas of interest and then to establish goals and accomplish uh, those activities and once they've completed an outline of activities, they get a patch. And and they, I'm sure most people are aware of this, but the girls wear sashes or they've got vests. Mm-hmm. They sew their patches on to, to let everybody else know what they've accomplished and what they've participated in. So it's a way of just, you know, kind of a red star or a gold star on their patch. Yeah, their absolutely. Pat. What about um, some of the service products that they're involved in? Because I know... Besides having fun, they have to give back to the community in some way. Yes. So Girl Scouts have participated in planting trees and cleaning up parks, in helping to volunteer and feed the homeless, uh, raising issues around mental health and mental health awareness. Um, I know out in the Black Hills, I was just at Spearfish Campground, and there's a fire circle uh, that's available to the public to use, but it was built many years ago by Girl Scouts out in the Spearfish area. So there's a lot of different things that they do. I mean, I, um, one of our Gold Award, recent Gold Award winners, um, Girl Scouts, created a, helped to develop a dog park mm. in her community. So they find a need and they find an area that they're interested in and then they create a project. So we're very much about being girl-led. Yeah, you talk about Gold Award. Now there's different types of awards that you're describing with those service projects. You have the Bronze Award first, Mm -hmm. then you have the Silver Award, and then you have the Gold Award, which I never got. I only got the Bronze and, and Silver Awards just because by the time my Gold Award came around, I was a senior in high school. I was a four-sport athlete. I was already doing very much a lot of stuff in my troop, but there was just no time outside of all that to do the Gold Awards. So, but you still accomplished the silver and the bronze. I did. Yes, I did. So can you describe what each of those awards are off the top um, of your head? They coincide with years in school. Mm-hmm. So a girl would finish a bronze first in while she was in high school. And then she'd do the silver, and then typically the gold award is going to be a junior or a senior, which really is um, one of the reasons, like you mentioned, that mm-hmm. a lot of girls don't don't aren't able to 
really invest that amount of time because at that point they may be working a job, mm-hmm. they may be concerned about getting into college, you know, involved in a lot of other things. Yeah, and those are those are great awards, by the way, to put on college applications, resumes, and so forth. Now, something that everyone knows about the Girl Scouts are, yes, the cookies. Now we're going to talk about <laughs> some cookies, and some people actually think it should be a separate holiday. You know, you have Christmas, you have New Year's, and then Girl Scout cookie season. So why don't you tell us about these cookies besides them being super delicious why sell girl scout cookies you know what's the lessons for each troop so um you know a lot of people look at the fundraising aspect of girl scouts and that's of girl scout cookie sales but really there's a whole program that's involved in girl scouts and it's designed to help them show their entrepreneurial spirit um it's the largest girl-led business in the world. Mm. And during their participation in the cookie program, um, girls are learning to be leaders. They're beginning to understand how to, uh, how to achieve success in a goal, which they can then apply to careers and life and, and their future. Um, some of the key areas of the cookie program include goal setting, decision making, money management, people skills, and business ethics. And as the girls get older and become more skilled, uh, some of the girls dive into developing web pages and marketing and, and, and setting up their cookie business uh, digitally. Um, you know, they do their little pop-up shops, which everybody looks for. Um, There's so many ways that girls have to promote their cookie business at this point. Gosh, I remember when, so I've mentioned this before to you, I'm a twin, and we were both in Girl Scouts, and what my mom did, you know, we went up to the door for neighborhoods and say, can you please buy Girl Scout cookies? And then once we got the orders, we would create little goodie bags, so to speak. And my mom would write out like a little thank you note from my sister and myself. And we would also make a quote unquote receipt for them to make sure that they get the cookies that they ordered. But now, like you mentioned, websites, Facebook pages, Probably during, I think I want to say during COVID, that's when it really became more relevant with those websites and and different sort of tools to promote Mm -hmm. cookie sales, Mm -hmm. would you say? Yes, yes, very much. You know, we really had to um, learn to pivot a lot of our activities uh, because so much of what Girl Scouts is is face-to-face. Yeah. And we had to find ways to support girls and still make sure that they have the opportunities, even though we couldn't necessarily be face-to-face during COVID. Absolutely. Now, this is going to be the hardest question I have for you. Okay. And it's not on your sheet that I gave you. So, <laughs> favorite Girl Scout cookie? I used to say that my favorite Girl Scout cookie was the Thin Mint, which it is... Top. Still up there. Yep. But I've also developed a real taste for the Lemon Ups. Really? <laughs> yes. Now, we do have... So cookie season here will start February 20, 2023. Good to know. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and part of that is 
um, just different locations, kind of look at their their weather patterns and all of that and, and choose when they're going to start. Last year, we de- released a new cookie. It was called the Adventureful. Very delicious, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> and this year, we have another new cookie. Yes. And it is the Raspberry Rally. So it is very similar in appearance to Thin Mint, but it is a thin, crispy cookie. It's infused with raspberry flavor and then dipped in chocolate coating. Um, And that cookie will not be available um, at any of our pop-ups or when the girls are out door-to-door. You will only be able to find that online, and it will be shipped to you. Have you had a chance to try it? I did get a chance to try it. Okay, so your first impression of it. Well, raspberries are one of my favorite fruits, and I love the Raspberry Rally. Good to know. Now, if you can tell your chef, I want the animal treasures back, that would be great. (laughs) Because it's like the trefoils, you know. And except of having chocolate all over it, the chocolate was only on the back of the cookie. Oh, I remember. And yeah, and they had different animals on the front of it. And then they came out with a different cookie similar to the Animal Treasures called Thank You Lots. Yep. uh, Thanks Thanks a lot. Yes, that's it. And those were like, again, one of my favorites too. So keep that in mind. Okay. Whoever the head of Girl Scouts is in this country. <laughs> I, I would like to have those types of cookies back. If you are just joining us right now, I'm being joined by Darcy Hustrelich. She is part of the Dakota Horizons for Girl Scouts here. Now, we're still going on this cookie trend, and you guys actually have an exciting event happening. It's the, let's see if I get this right, Cookies, Corks, and Brews event and auction at the district, and it's happening Thursday, September 22nd. This is tasty. It's going to be a great night. So why don't you tell us more about it, Darcy? Certainly. So, uh, and you'll be participating in yes, that I event. Will. <laughs> so this will be the seventh year, I believe, for Cookies, Corks, and Brew. Um, what we do is we have local chefs. Uh, a few weeks ago, we did a drawing and the chefs were, um, we did a cookie reveal. So the chefs were assigned a cookie flavor. Mm-hmm. And they will create a dessert around their Girl Scout cookie flavor. Uh, Those desserts will be available for tasting. We have five chefs that will be there that night. Uh, Their desserts will be available for tasting. We have uh, Severance Brewing Company will be bringing uh, some of their local brews and pairing them with our Girl Scout cookies. We also have Will Liquors. We'll be bringing in wines to pair with cookies. So we'll have tastings of wines, of beers, of Girl Scout cookies, of Girl Scout desserts. Um, At the event, then, we will also have a live auction and a silent auction. So we have a number of really fun activities or, you know, items, packages for auction. A couple of our key live auctions is we will have a travel package to um, Sonoma Valley Mm, that people can bid on. We've got Vikings tickets and tickets to the Twins. Um, We have a spa day at Grand Falls uh, Casino and Golf Resort. So we have a number of different things like that that people can bid on. We will also be selling a complete dessert that serves eight um, from one of each of our chefs. Oh, nice. And so people, and whichever dessert 
um, ends up selling for the most money. This is a fundraiser for Girl Scouts for our local troops. Um, Whatever dessert sells for the most money, that chef will go home with the Top Chef Award. Oh, that's very cool. Do you know where these chefs come from? Yes, I do. I I need to know this. Seriously. So (laughs) Chef Chef Stefan is from Let It Fly, Mm -hmm. and he will be making a dessert around the thin mint flavor. Okay. Um, Chef Ellen has Chef Ellen's, and she uh, will be doing truffles. Chef Thomas is from the Hy-Vee Bakery. And he will be doing tagalongs. Chef Kelly is from Avera Health Specialty Hospital, and she's Samoyas. And uh, Chef McKenna from Minerva's has the Adventure Falls. Oh, that's going to be good. Okay, that's the first <laughs> one I'm trying because I think what I'm doing. So you were. I'm very honored and excited to be part of this event. I've always wanted to be more involved here with the Girl Scouts, and especially now in my young adult life that um you know i'm i'm very excited to be judging these these desserts and yeah i'm looking forward to that because the brownies and the salsa caramel that just screams well, and the other part of the program that you're you're involved with and and a couple of other young women from our community that mm-hmm. are our community leaders um we'll be having a short program we do want to make sure we take a little bit of time out of all the fun oh, no. to, what am I doing? <laughs> to share to share our mission. And so you and and um, Nicole Lund from excuse me, Nichelle Lund from Holiday Inn City mm-hmm. Center, and then Chef Ellen, all three of you have been Girl Scouts. And you'll be on stage with our CEO Marla Meyer mm-hmm. and talking about just how Girl Scouts influenced your life. See, I didn't know this part. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot that part. You just got so excited. You got so excited about the cookie tasting that you forgot that part. (laughs) I was more focused on helping the girls and then the judging. And then one more thing, Christine, you have to speak to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not going to be a big deal for you. No, no, that will be all good. So once again, that event, the Cookies, Corks, and Brews is happening at the district Thursday, September 22nd. I believe the start time for that is 5.30? Yes. 5.30, goes until 9. I would be really remiss yeah. if I didn't acknowledge our really wonderful supporters of Cookies, Corks, and Oh, Group. go for it, yeah. Uh, we have uh, American Bank and Trust, First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card, Shields, First Bank and Trust, First National Bank, Relia Bank, Fernity Motor Cars, Citibank, Severance Brewing Company, Our Wine Bar, Will Liquors, Dakota Bank, Panther Printing, Voyage Federal Credit Union, XL Energy, The Diamond Room, Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort, Omnitech, and Avera Hospital. Lots of great organizations sponsoring this event for sure. Tickets are $75, and that price includes the tasting, dessert tastings, our wine and beer paste pairings, hors d'oeuvres, we have several games that we will be playing, um, the silent auction. We have a new game, that uh, raffle, the Razzle Dazzle Jewelry Raffle, sponsored by the Diamond Room. Um, that will be new this year. And tickets are now on sale, and you can find those at www.gsdakotahorizons.org slash ccb. Perfect. One more time for that website for people. 
www.gsdakotahorizons.org slash ccb. Perfect. All right. Again, that is the Cookies, Corks, and Brews event and auction Thursday, September 22nd at the district. Now, Darcy, what are some other events that you guys have going on in the future? Well, you know, um, we're really right now rolling out our school chats and doing recruitment. As school starts, we'll be busy with recruiting new Girl Scouts. Uh, We have the big event coming up October 1st in Sioux Falls, uh, Believe in Girls which is hands-on opportunity for the community to come in and see what Girl Scouts do. So we'll have a number of vendors there with different activities that the girls can participate in. We also have our mobile STEM center, which we rolled out last year, which is allowing us to take science, technology, engineering, and math activities across our council footprint. That's awesome. Very important for girls that want to be a part of STEM programs, whether it's a engineer, scientist, anything along those lines. Great stuff happening with the Girl Scouts Dakota Horizons here. And Darcy Hustrilit, thank you so much for joining us here thank today. Thank you. This has been fun. Call to Freedom provides supportive services for victims of human trafficking. I'm Becky Rasmussen, the director of Call to Freedom, inviting you to our community breakfast on Wednesday, October 12th at the Sioux Falls Convention Center. Learn about the huge need to combat human trafficking. All funds raised will go towards the needs of those we serve victimized by human trafficking. You can register or get the event details by going to calltofreedom.org slash events. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio Town Square Media Sioux Falls.